Joe with my co-host Kevin Jonas. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who is Joe and Kevin? <laughs> okay, I don't mind that. They have some good music. I know neither of us are Nick, so I was like, mm. oh, I want to be a Nick. You're not a Nick. Why can't I be a Nick? You're not a Nick. Okay, that's a bitch, Charlie. We're starting right off the fucking gate, aren't we? Aren't we? Two minutes in, aren't we? Yeah. Bitch, tell me. I'm gonna put. Not even a minute in. We're like thirty Nick seconds. Comment. I'm gonna put that in quotation so I know why I'm giving you. There we go, Nick. <gasps> I just broke my pencil. Even your pencil knows you're not a Nick. This drink that I'm drinking, oh, yeah. which is a strawberry and rhubarb double fruit smoothie sour and it's called brains it's really good i actually like it a lot oh my god it has such a cute little cover it's brains i just wanted to say that because it's really good and i was trying not to chug it but now i can start chugging since we started yay i will drink my normal go-to drink of vodka sprite because you know keeping it classy classy all right So this week's book was my choice, and it is The Loneliest Girl in the Universe by Lauren James, and it is a surprising and gripping sci-fi thriller with a killer twist. The daughter of two astronauts, Romy Silvers, is no stranger to life in space, but she never knew how isolating the universe could be until her parents' tragic deaths left her alone on a on the infinity, a spaceship speeding away from Earth. Romy tries to make the best of her lonely situation, but with only brief messages from her therapist on Earth to keep her company, she can't help but feel like something is missing. It seems like her dream come true. It seems like her dream a dream came true come true when NASA <laughs> alerts her that another ship, the Eternity, will be joining the Infinity. I'm struggling. Romy begins exchanging messages with Jay, the captain of the eternity and their friendship breathes new life into the world but as the eternity gets closer Romy learns more to Jay's mission than she could have imagined and suddenly there are more there are worse things than being alone someone is on the struggle bus today (gasps) I literally was holding my breath talking because I didn't want to mess it up anymore I enjoyed this book a lot I liked it so much so as our listeners know, you mm-hmm. know, me and her don't talk about the books Mm-mm. at all with each other unless we're recording, like Lips right now. are sealed. I saw her for our friend's engagement proposal. Like, she didn't know if she was getting proposed to, and we got together to, like, watch her get proposed to, and I almost, like, blabbed all about this book as soon as I saw her. I was almost like, forget recording. We need to talk about this now. Like, I can't wait. I think the only thing that stopped me was she wasn't done with the book by then, and I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. I was like, no. Plus your strong will. You never gave in. Yeah. I didn't give in to peer pressure. Um, I also really like the cover of the book. It is so beautiful. And it's, it's, the background's like It's like minimalistic. Yeah. Blue. It's blue. And the words are like, like a, not a pink, but um, like coral. Yeah. It's like a coral color. And it's a circle and it's just of a, a girl sitting on it looks like a window sill uh of a spaceship and there's just stars behind her but i just found it very that's what this is why i wanted to choose this book because of the cover because it drew me in and it was so pretty but for me this was the first 
spaceship in space in galaxy book that I've ever read my first one I've never read anything like any other book about space or galaxies or inter interstellar travel yeah I guess that's the word yeah but so and I'm glad I read it because it was a really good one it was so good um oh what was I gonna say Romy right I'm saying it right Romy yeah Mm R-O-M-Y I like her name yes so Romy Mm -hmm. is the daughter of two astronauts and she is the first human born in space Mm -hmm. It wasn't planned. Um, NASA was like, oh, okay, I guess we're having a baby. Like, cool. So during that time, her parents were the caretakers of all the people who were on the ship who were in, what's it called? Stasis. Stasis. Because it's not just them. The Earth is sending out the ship to travel years and years and years to go to Earth to what was it 90 years or something yeah and to hope it's inhabitable and they're not they're taking other humans but they're also taking embryos and plants and like all kinds of things you would need to start new earth tractors atvs they have one yeah she said it was in the store oh that's right anyways sorry getting sidetracked again yeah Ooh, and um their application process oh damn it what we didn't talk we, we just said she was born and her parents were in charge and then her parents die oh we'll finish she's it she's by herself at the age of 11 oh yeah that's good to know so she's by herself from the age of 11 and when we join the story she is 16 mm-hmm. so there's six five years i almost said six years she turned 17 while we we're in the story so that's why i think i thought six years anyways um for that but earth is two years behind so yeah. they send a message from Earth, and it takes them two years for that message to reach her. Mm-hmm. Just like it takes two years for a message to go back. So she's, she's super even delayed in responses yeah. with her only contact. Because technically she's in the future, and we're well, there in the past. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I just felt like she was in the present, and everyone else is stuck in the past. Oh, that's true. In her, in her, that's the, that's the, that, that yeah. makes a sense that she's in the present for her, for, yeah, yeah, for our reading. But I made a comment on that because the timelines, the chapters are how it's like written. It's different. It's a little bit different, but it has like time stamps in there. And for me personally, I, I kept getting confused a lot with the time stamps. Oh, cause you were reading it. So you like saw the oh, numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw the numbers, and then sometimes, like, her, the message she would get or the message that she would send would be on the same, like, date. But I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. To me, personally, I got confused a lot with um, the the dates and the time. Yeah, because, like, I did it on Audible, so they're like, message sent, you know, 6 mm-hmm. That makes sense, yeah. Message receipt expected expected receive date 6 12 what year did i say to begin with 2027 so expected date received 2029 what was it 2067 oh no i was just doing a random oh <laughs> you were doing a random number random number and then i <laughs> forgot what number i chose because it was random i already made like the dates were just confusing to me but i still enjoyed the book 
Oh, yeah. I really liked it. I kind of just tuned those parts out. Mm-hmm. That's we we end up finding as she's you know we end up finding out that the other she just keeps mentioning the other astronauts mm-hmm. and how they're not how they died yeah how they're not there it takes her a while for uh, her to reveal and let us know like what happened to her parents and what happened to other astronauts but that's why you know when you're reading it she's so alone because not only did her parents die, but the other astronauts that were in stasis. Hundreds. Hundreds did hundreds not make it. Hundreds of astronauts. So she explains how since the astronauts accident happened when she was four, I mm-hmm. think. When she was four, she yes. would have nightmares of the astronauts floating out in space and like coming for her. And I was like, oh, my God. Did, like, the pods get, like, ejected into space? Like, I was trying to come up with all of these theories yeah. of what happened to the astronauts. I kind of like that mysterious part of it because I, yeah. I it made me want to read more and more to figure out, okay, what happened to her parents? What happened to the astronauts? And then she was just talking about being scared and her nightmares and mm-hmm. she was afraid of the astronauts, but she didn't reveal till later on what had happened. I'm, but the whole, I'm like, yeah, the whole time I was guessing, I was like, was there a disease? Did they get ejected? Right aliens like what i know i was like happened? was there a power, power outage sun flare what happened what Ooh, good one. what what did it do but finally she told us what happened but we won't say that yet not yet um did you what did you think about it when they said that for the astronauts the application process took 10 years i couldn't believe that i was like oh my god i was like but that Makes sense. I was like, oh, that's probably true for NASA, honestly. Pro- I, I was, like, shocked. Because imagine oh all the God. training you have to do. Mm-hmm. Evals. Could you, could you imagine being stuck in a freaking and you're not even spaceship for years, years and years? And then you're going to another Earth because you're definitely not coming back. Yeah. Because it's going to take years for you to get to Earth. And, like, say, I don't know, and say then, I'm 20 and we don't reach Earth 2 until I'm 50. And then... By the time I get back, I could die along the way or die on the planet. Because, like, with the whole stasis thing, because they were supposed to be in stasis, say you go at the age of, I'm guessing most astronauts were 30 to 40 since it did take 10 years to, yeah. like, go through. That but say you go in at 30, you were supposed to be a caretaker for two years and then go back into stasis till you land. And basically, you spend two years with just one other person trapped in a spaceship. Not a spaceship, you know, a shuttle. Um, and then you fall asleep and everyone, you know, back home is dead by the time you wake up. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? And you've only aged like two years and took a nice little nap. Oh, that's crazy. And during this process, the decade, it's an only an application. You're not guaranteed at the end that you're going to get a spot as an astronaut yeah. on with NASA on that ship. And that's another thing that I just thought about right now that you're, as you're talking, you're leaving Earth and everyone there for good. Yeah, forever. Forever. There is no coming back. You're just gone and leaving. That's insane. This book. I I loved it a lot, but it it really, like, made me deep think a lot. I was like, okay, would I do that? Would I give this up? Like, what? I don't know. Yeah, like, in the book, Romy has anxiety. Mm -hmm. 
which I understand, you know, and I think they said it came around the time when her parents died when she was 11. Yeah. It wasn't there before because, you know, she was with her parents and they protected her and made her feel safe and this and that. But I was like, damn, I don't know what I would have done if I was just like by myself in one small space at the age of 11 for the next lifetime Mm -hmm. because there's no stasis when you're the only person yeah on it you have to stay awake the whole time and everyone's gone and they said she wasn't expected to land till she was 40 to earth too oh my gosh so can you imagine from the time of 11 to 40 just being by yourself in a spaceship and then when she gets to earth too she has all this responsibility on her shoulders to like start the embryos set up a new earth by everything. herself basically responsible for our human survival yeah and she is fighting anxiety but i also thought she was fighting really hard against depression too like i got to the way she was talking and the way she was feeling and reacting i thought it was a mixture of depression and anxiety but she was fighting depression so hard so well i was honestly thinking i was like if i was her i don't know if i would be as stable Mm mm-hmm as i am right now like i don't know how she's doing that i thought that too i'm like i can't imagine being 11 and you're millions and millions and millions and years away from everybody and you're just by yourself and you just had to right your parents are gone and it's just that's what it is and not only that your parents die when you're 11 you send a message to nasa to let them know they don't message you back for two years because when it happened she was closer to earth so it wasn't like a two-year delay so like you send the message and then they don't respond until you're 13 so you already spent two years on your own Mm -hmm. like it's freaking crazy her parents are gone the astronauts are gone the only person right now she feels a connection with or talks to is molly who is her therapist that works for nasa then all of a sudden she gets a new message from nasa saying there's going to be another ship coming mm-hmm. and when they said that that there's another ship coming and i'm like i was like oh yes she's not by herself there's gonna be more people on earth and the great news about that the ship moves a lot faster than the infinity because that's the name of her ship and the other ship is the called the eternity which the the intern <laughs> eternity yeah <laughs> and infinity really messed with me a little bit i was like okay really need to read slow so i don't even listening to it i was like wait what ship are we talking about right now i know i like kept messing with so i got excited there i'm like yes she won't be alone she's gonna have someone with her i don't know why i was whispering that <laughs> so yeah i was like oh yay she won't be stuck on earth too by herself i'm glad someone's gonna like meet up with her and it shortens the journey from her being 40 at showing up to earth two to her being 20 Mm -hmm. so it takes 20 years off of that i was like yes perfect and then a week after that happens she gets a message Mm -hmm. from molly saying you know oh i need to take a couple days there's stuff happening on earth i'll get back to you and then molly doesn't respond a couple weeks and then she says 
what is it there is war yeah yes she said war on earth war on earth and that's the last she hears of her and all i could think of was hmm how convenient after one week of this other shuttle going off all of a sudden nasa shut down and there's war on earth hmm you thought it was suspicious i thought it was hella suspicious i didn't either i didn't think it was suspicious as at all i thought oh war must have been happening or something must have been happening for them to send another ship the eternity out so i thought it was i thought shit was already going down and that's why they're like okay let's get another ship out there no i was suspicious from the start yep i I wasn't i was like naive (laughs) i was like hmm hmm real convenient one weekend all of a sudden war on earth bye like then what happens about then the other spaceship messages her Mm -hmm. and she starts to create a friendship with the guy jay who's the other astronaut on the other spaceship and the fact that jay was by himself on the spaceship i was like okay there's no way in hell they're gonna send one person to space by themselves the way it was going it made it seem like he literally was just on a ship by himself but the whole time in my back of my head i was thinking no there has to be like more people there has to be a co-pilot there has to be more people on stasis just like how there was on the eternity but for the longest time it plays out as if jay is just by himself he's just cruising by himself in space on a ship yeah his emails, his everything is just hanging out by myself. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 all by myself. And I was like, I left a week ago and all of a sudden Earth's at war and I don't know what's going on. And then this new superpower took over and no longer is NASA for the U.S. It's for... UPR. The UPR. The United People of the Republic. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and I was just like, this is getting fishier and fishier. I was like, I don't trust him. I don't trust this. Lies. <laughs> and her and Jay are able to communicate. It starts off as long distance. Like mm-hmm. their messages take like a year, maybe two. But at the eternity is a lot faster and it's a lot, what do you call it? When something's recent, like technology, <laughs> technology-wise, it's more advanced because it's newer. And her ship, like we said, it's at least sixteen years old because she's sixteen, right? She's sixteen. Yeah, but so her ship's sixteen years older it's than older the eternity. Than that. Because yeah, she's sixteen, but she didn't step on the ship at the on her birthday that's true she was born but they were on it for a while so the plan is i think she said that the spaceship was 20 years old oh that's true yeah either way it's a lot older than the eternity so the eternity's plan it's supposed to catch up to her and they're supposed to go together to the new planet so his ship moves a lot faster than hers so they're able to email and then finally after a couple months she gets mm-hmm. word from earth oh yes yeah and it's from the upr who are like 
we took over there's no more nasa no more this it's us you will communicate and you you know we just want to help you get to earth too and we have what is it called um suggestions to help your ship because it's older yeah so she doesn't know they never explain what happened on earth they never explained what happened to molly molly just disappeared so she's left with the upr on earth and jay who at this point is the only person she trusts and oh after all this there is one like scene scene like part of the book that made me teary-eyed and cry and feel for her um it was after she realized she's never gonna communicate with molly she was sleeping and she was having a dream and in her dream she saw her she saw molly and her mom and her dad and the three of them just went surrounding her and they were hugging her and um in the dream they left her one by one Mm -hmm. i was so i literally was crying i was like this is so sad poor romy like i don't know it just broke my heart when did you get suspicious of Jay? I <laughs> I don't want to say it. I need to know because like I was like. I was never suspicious of him at all. Oh my at all. So Not up until. So Jesus, what part was it? Um, Till he stabbed someone? Like what the fuck? No. Oh, up until she started like figuring things out. Okay. that was way later in the book but the whole time i didn't the whole time i did not suspect him i was actually team jay i was like yes she can have a boyfriend they can be together she won't be lonely he's falling for her she's falling for him and i was rooting for them Mm. no not at all i I totally thought the earth was gone it was upr and that was it so obviously that's what the author wanted i'm apparently just a very suspicious skeptical person yeah and was just like no way no way okay so he tried to say he was how old was he trying to say he was 22 22 yeah he was trying to say he's 22 on this mission by himself and that he looks and acts exactly like her favorite tv character which she writes fanfic about Mm -hmm. i was like this bitch is lying he ain't that he ain't (laughs) Oh, maybe that should have been my sign. It's like, there's no way. There's no way. And his name is Jay, just like the guy whose name is Jaden. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. His name's not Jay. His name's probably like Paul or something completely different. Oh, that should have been my... And then I was like, there's no way they've sent a 22-year-old by themselves into space. Especially... That makes sense because the NASA process, the application for them that long ago took 10 years. And I'm sure it hadn't shortened in that time. (gasps) I didn't catch that. I was like. I was just so happy that she she wasn't going to be alone that. Oh, my God. I ignored the red flags. All the red flags. Flags flying up. I was like, wave those flags. I don't see them. Oh, my God. I was just like, don't trust it. Don't trust it. I can't believe you made it so far into it. Yeah, I honestly didn't. I never suspected him until the very end, right when she did. Right when she started suspecting him, she started questioning the um, what he was saying to her, and she started questioning the UPR emails. 
uh, I started suspecting him there. Okay. When she did. That's when I was like, finally, finally, thank you. Verify this. But this dude, his, I don't even know how to say it. Like, I don't know if it's his charisma, but his way of just like spinning his lies so she believes him and feels bad for I'm him. A manipulator. I was like, you are such a freaking pro manipulator, you mm-hmm. little you little what? You little what? <laughs> I don't even know. Demon. Uh, how did you feel about, like, there are some parts in the book where it took, like, a a turn? Oh, like, God. her feeling herself kind of turn, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, you were 16, young lady. I wasn't expecting that. There was, in one chapter, she was like, I pressed the palm between my legs. And savoring, and she's thinking about Jay. I was like, "Where is this book going? How deep are we gonna go into this? I didn't expect this." And then they stopped. <laughs> and then they stopped. I was like, "Okay," because it, it reminded me of when we read Crave. Oh. And Crave kind of had that similar vibe, and I'm like, "Is this a room?" Uh, I was like, "Alyssa erotica? always picks these romantic books." <laughs> <laughs> you said romantic. I said erotica. <laughs> erotica. Okay. And then she did it again when she was talking about all she wanted for her birthday because her birthday was coming up was a birthday kiss from him. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, this thought needs my complete attention. So she takes off her pants and roll like rolls over. Ugh. There's nothing wrong with it. I was just, I didn't see that coming. I know. I was like, this book is so different everywhere else yes like when those popped up i was like wait what's happening right now Be- because a lot of the time we're focusing on her not focusing but um we're thinking and we're talking about like her anxiety and maybe her depression and then mm. her back and forth with jay that when that was thrown and in there some nightmares and yeah. then so when that was thrown in kind of hallucinations start popping up hallucinations but when that popped up it threw me off i was like oh okay where are we going with this how far are we gonna go with this okay so when she started doing that i was like okay maybe they did send a 22 year old but it was only to like mate with her i thought about that too reproduce Mm -hmm. it's not for you know helping her and emotional and whatnot it's literally just for biological reproduction and i didn't really like nasa controlling like that <laughs> I, like I just don't like NASA controlling like that I know but know. it wasn't that's not the reason you, she's been alone for so long that you know when she's talking to Jay she starts developing these feelings for him and then she reveals that she likes him I forgot that she doesn't know some skills that you know as girls we are taught when we're grown up from our mm-hmm. mothers like uh, or the shaving. kids on the bus yeah and... well like shaving and makeup and plucking her eyebrows i totally that's so bad of me that i just assumed she knew how to do it she assumed i assumed she knew how to do it but she didn't because like of course that makes sense she was 11 when her mom died and then and her mom wasn't really around before that mm-hmm. her her mom took the death of the astronauts really She got some PTSD mm-hmm. and withdrew 
So when she was four, so when Romy was four, her mom pretty much stopped being her mom. And, like, she said she couldn't look at me. She wouldn't talk to me. Like, nothing. And then a couple years later, when she was 11, her mom died. And her dad did, too. They took the death of the astronauts, especially her mother, took it really... What's the word? Took it really bad. Like, personally. Personally. They so felt bad. They felt her like they were the cause of was it. was the doctor mm-hmm. who was in charge of keeping those people alive and in stasis that whole time and the something about the stasis gel or whatever Whatever, serum yeah whatever's a part of the stasis that went in um just started killing the astronauts and some of them lived but they were completely brain dead and the ones who were brain dead her mom had to euthanize. So th- that's why I think she took it extra hard, too. Because mm-hmm. they were all her friends. They've been in this program for 10 years. They all hung and they out were supposed and to, all like, have switch their out. future together. Yeah. Not only could she not save the astronauts that had already died, but the ones that were braided, she then had to kill them herself. Yeah. So it was rough. But... I forgot she didn't know how to do, like, she never learned that. She didn't know how to do it, and she had to teach herself. Oh, poor Romy. She's had it, like, such a rough life. Okay, so, I feel like it's time to say our guesses of what happened to the parents, and then we'll say what really happened to the parents. Okay. So, when I was reading it, I could I thought her mom killed herself because Romy sounded so angry at the mom like the whole time. I was like, yeah. "Oh, she killed herself and the dad like had an accident or something cuz mm-hmm. she still loved him and stuff." I was like, "He I don't know. I don't know if you can have bad food in a <laughs> shuttle." But you know, I was thinking something like that, you know, like he got sick and then just her mom killed herself there wasn't a doctor there and that's why Mm -hmm. she couldn't go into the sick bay Mm -hmm. because that's where her dad died you know but what was your thoughts oh this reminded me of something right now her her dad he he took the deaths of the astronauts hard too but i do want to say that he didn't disappear into his ptsd like her mom did because Mm -hmm he had to stay somewhat sane to raise their daughter. Yes. So he was always there for Romy. They did everything together. They worked together. They had food. They had dinners together. And he was always there. Um, I figured with the dad that he died the same thing. Maybe it was a freak accident and she could not save him. The mom, I didn't think about. I totally thought she like went into, what is those? Um, the not the stasis the airlocks oh, and she jetted and she herself out jetted herself out for some reason for me i didn't have an idea of what happened to her mom i think i was just so focused on what really happened that i didn't have i didn't i didn't try to guess or think i just yeah. wanted to keep reading to find out so it was just for the dad i just thought it was an accident like a freak accident yeah i feel bad kind of like there's 
I don't know. I felt something was off. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? So what ended up happening is her mom kind of had a meltdown Mm -hmm. and started destroying the freezers that were holding all of the embryos, which is the life on the new Earth. It's all of them, especially with the astronauts past, you know, they're not there to continue their lines. All that's left of the human race is Romy, her mom and dad, and these embryos. So the mom started destroying them. And even though mom was not around for Romy at all, starting at the age of four, Mm -hmm. dad never gave up on her and tried to bring her back. And he still loved her and tried to bring her back. So he went to stop her. And mom pushed him and he fell and he hit his head on one of the broken pieces of glass and metal from the refrigerator and he died and then mom went after Romy and she went and hid in the store which is the middle part of the shuttle Mm -hmm. that holds all of the extra food and stuff and because she was so small she could hide in there and mom couldn't get to her so she stayed there for two days I think she said two days yeah you're right And then came down, and when she came down, she saw Dad's ashes was sitting Mm -hmm. on the table in the infirmary, and everything was cleaned up, and Mom was gone. And it takes us even farther on down the book to find out what happened to Mom, Mm -hmm. because then that's when I was definitely like, oh, she was in the airlock. She -hmm. jumped. She bailed shipped. Yeah. You know? I was like, she killed the dad and then was like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. But it founds out. It turns out. <laughs> founds out. <laughs> founds out. Oh, my God. Um, turns out she put herself into stasis yeah. in the infirmary in one of the pods. And that's why Romy couldn't go into the infirmary, even though she has a rotting, decaying tooth and needed oral surgery. Romy, the fucking badass... <laughs> That she is. This freaking Banff takes... Oh, Jesus. Um, Takes pliers and just uh, yanks her tooth out. I was just like... Oh, I couldn't believe that. Oh, my God. All those years and she refused to go on the sick bay. She was scarred because of her mother. But she didn't even know if her mother was even still alive in stasis. Yeah, she didn't know if she died, like some of the astronauts whose hearts just stopped beating, if she was stuck in stasis and brain dead. Mm -hmm. She had no idea, and she refused to go in there to deal with it. And then, bum, 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 Jay the Creeper comes aboard. He surprises her. Wait, first of all, so we're jumping. I, I was going to go back. Okay. So she starts figuring out um, that there's something fishy about the email. So she starts looking at the location. No, she didn't. He called her. And so she went to call him back and she saw the coordinates mm-hmm. of where his call came from and where his shuttle was. And her being the crazy obsessed girl that she was, wanted to see how close he was. And she, like, was pointing it out and looking it up. 
And then she realized, hold on, some of the UPR emails emails are coming from the same exact points as his. And she's like, what the hell is happening? What the hell? And then she started having, so the UPR forced her to download software to evaluate her shuttle to get it to the tip top effectiveness is what it could be and they basically told her she could only shower once every two weeks she's only allowed lights two hours a day she they turned the temperature down yeah had to live in the colder temperature like all of these things and i was like why are they like psychologically torturing this child i don't understand what is happening suspicious i was I and thought then, they were. I thought the UPR was going to slowly kill her off because her ship and her are not right. necessary. I mean, the embryos, yes, but her herself, ship no. and herself, no. So I thought they were personally just killing her off because she's not needed. I was so questioning, and then they kept having malfunctions happening, like, oh, yeah. this filter needs to be changed. Oh, this needs to happen. Oh, you know, we're gonna crash if you don't do this, and like just having her do all this stuff. And I was like, what the hell? what the you had the software for all of two days this is just like a week after he leaves earth war software two days torture her ship is suddenly failing (laughs) like i was like am i the only one questioning this yeah apparently you are because i didn't i didn't make those connections at all (laughs) so then she looks into the software they made her download and she sees that the astronaut sounds that she hears the astronauts clawing at the shuttle trying to come in and get her which is increasing her nightmares and like hallucinations i don't know if she actually sees them she sees shadows but it turns out it's in the software that they're playing those scratching sounds and i was like okay why is the upr forcing her to hear this at night like Mm -hmm. when she's trying to sleep how would they even know that because she definitely didn't oh my god i'm so stupid i just realized that she definitely didn't tell the upr all this stuff the only person she told was molly and jay and she hasn't talked to molly in forever exactly oh my god i'm just realizing this. so i was just like oh my god jay is evil so then she realizes he's freaking sketchy and she starts to question things and she's like oh are you still gonna arrive in what was it like Three months, four yeah, months. Yeah, because at the time he was supposed to be And then he away. shows up the next day. She wakes up in the middle of the night, in the dark, because it's not light time. <laughs> and his ship is attaching to hers. And she's like, oh my god, no. So she goes to try and block him. And who walks out? Not a 22-year-old, brown-haired, blue-eyed, fine man. No, she gets a 40-year-old blonde dude who has like an evil grin. Like, I'm going to murder you. I, th- I feel like it was the Chucky grin, honestly. In my mind, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. His grin looked like. I don't know. So, anyways. Hold my turn now. Yes. Okay, I can go now. <laughs> um. So, basically, she runs away. She goes to hide from him. Because he has control of her ship. And he knows everything about her. This 40-year-old 
blue-eyed, blonde hair man, who's semi-short but also has a bigger build than her. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to find out, oh my god, it's like a game of cat and mouse. Where she goes to hiding and then he's spending all this time. She hides for what, three days, two days? Two days. Two days. And he's looking for her for two days. Yeah. And he finally finds finds her and she's hidden in the store area above, in, like, kind of like in the attic. And he finds her with a, like a heat signature device. Yeah. And the whole time though, during those two days, he got... Um, he hacked into the intercom system and he was kind of like begging her like oh come out come out and then sometimes he'd be mad so for two days I just wanted to surprise you two days she just hears his voice and then this whole time he was able to find her or he was looking for her I don't know he's probably then he finally gives up and just reaches through all the boxes and tries to catch her so oh wait so Jay is crazy J is UPR. Mm-hmm. J slash UPR has been torturing her this whole time for months. Almost a year. Jesus Christ. Ten months. That was a long time. Not only is that a big shocker, but another big shocker as she's running away from him. She gets onto her, his ship. No, wait. Pause. Yeah. So she's running away from him and she ends up in... The freaking infirmary, the one room she hasn't been in in years. And she realizes now that she's in here, she has to see what's going on with her mom. She's like, I can't be in here and not know if she's alive or not. So I have to look. So she goes to the stasis pod of her mother and sees that her mom's still alive in the stasis and that the machine is warm so she was going to use that to hide her body signature from jay yeah and she saw the name on it was oh Tracy? shortage um so- Luc- lucy. lucy lucy shortage, shortage. which is jay's last name mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god this must be jay's parents because next to lucy was jeremy and she's like, oh, my God, I wonder if Jay is short for Jeremy. Is this his mom and dad? Is this why he's, like, coming after me? Yeah. Like a revenge plot. Yeah. And so as she's hiding behind the red, um, not the red, um, hiding behind stasis pod. the stasis pod using that as the heat signature, he comes and he goes, oh, way to hide in my mom's stasis pod. I can see you in there. And he opens it up and her mom falls on him. And why he's distracted with her, she runs and hops onto his ship, closes it, and then takes over command mm-hmm. by guessing the four letters word that... Uh, like the pin? Yeah, that controls it. And then she became the new captain of that ship. So the word, the pin was Lucy, his mom's name. <laughs> the pin was Lucy. And as she's there, she realizes... A lot of the stuff he was telling her was true, like about his personality and stuff. And so she starts to think, okay, maybe he's not bad. Maybe, you know, it was just a misunderstanding, like this and that. And he tries calling her from her ship because she left and left that ship. And he calls her and begs her and he's like, please don't leave me out here to die. I know it's a shock. Like, 
I just thought it'd be fun to surprise you by showing up early, blah, blah, blah. And basically convinces her to come back to save him just to help move them both to Earth, too. He was like, you don't even have to leave that ship. You'll have that ship. I'll have my ship. We'll call it good. Don't even have to open the doors. And she's like, okay. And then she realizes his background is a teal wall. And she's like, I know every square inch of my ship. There's no teal in it. He's on the ship with me. He's on the ship I'm in right now. And she freaks out and tries to escape again, which doesn't go very well. Nope. And they end up back on her ship. Don't they end up back on her ship? No. Are they still on their ship? They're still on his ship. Oh, but he brought someone over with him. Yes. And he brought... So she tries to stab him and he gets her gets her and is just like choke holding her and leads her to his infirmary Mm -hmm. and in there she sees her mom on one of the tables yeah and she's kind of waking up and is a little groggy and she can't believe her mom's like waking up and alive no one survived stasis like that before and she's crying out for her mom for help. But also at the same time freaking out. Cause she's like, you can't wake her up. You can't wake her up. You don't understand how bad she is. She killed yeah. my dad. She's dangerous like this and that. And then her and Jay get in a fight. And then mom gets in the fight too. Trying to save her daughter. Yeah. But that doesn't work out. She ha- Her mom has a syringe that she's trying to save her daughter. To euthanize To Jay try with. to stab Jay but that doesn't work out because Jay... Jay turns it and she gets stabbed herself. Yeah. So, no, yeah. And then, but finally... So then, oh, but when that happens, she's able to hit like a storage closet something yeah. in there. And she breaks it so the wires are sticking out. And Jay, as he's trying to break in, touches the wires and it knocks him out for a minute, and she grabs a knife. She finds a... Or a oh, what's it called? A scalpel. A scalpel. Yeah, and she stabs him just a couple times, and he dies. And then she runs to her mom, and her mom's like, I'm sorry, you know, I love you, good luck. And she dies. And I love you, good luck. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that's when she looks where she's at and she sees the room is full of stasis pods. Yes. And she goes to the stasis pods and they're full of people. And she's no longer alone and she just randomly opens a stasis pod. And then the book ends. And I was real fucking annoyed. I was like, you can't end here. It ends with her on that in- the internee ship, which is a lot better than her ship. And then she has more, there's more people, stasis pods. Oh, and she gets back in touch with Molly because she found out that Jay was stopping Blinking. the messages from NASA, from Earth, from Molly. Which I thought of the whole time. Sketchy mofo. But I really like this book. I liked how it talked about her, like, we looked at her mental state and there was a it, at first it was a slow build up mm-hmm. but then it took twists and big revelations at the towards the end that I did not see coming but I enjoyed I definitely would like a number two yeah. about what it's like now for her and 
what earth two is going to be like yeah i was like i need to know how earth two is i need to know how all those stasis astronauts are like and what's it like being the leader of it all because i think they still have her as commander as commander in both so imagine being the youngest person and in control of earth two i think that's it from Rizzolian Isles over here. <laughs> I do love that show. <laughs> That's it for Call Rizzoli. Our chapter six podcast, The Sisterhood of Inebriated Readers. Don't forget mm. to follow us on Insta, TikTok, and Twitter at SishoodPod. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>